The Watch Time Show, sponsored by digital agency Mint Twist. The Watch Time Show. Welcome to another episode of Watch Time. Today is going to be a very exciting episode as we are going to be discussing some of the most famous people in the world and how they market and brand themselves. I'm Alexandra King. And I'm Elliot King. We're both from Mint Twist, the digital agency that produces this show. Specifically today, we're going to be talking about one Donald Trump and we're going to be talking about Harry and Meghan. We're going to be discussing how they manage their personal brands, aren't we? And how they go about marketing themselves and whether we think, as the experts in the industry, whether they are doing a good job of it or not. Okay, so love him or loathe him, Donald Trump has been a very, very successful self-promotionalist. Now, there have been lots of articles written about him, about his ability to market himself. We're going to be talking about one specifically that was written on medium.com. And it talks about the three things that he does, you know, very, very best. Yes, yeah. I mean, I think, I think, you know, yes, let's just state this really clearly. This is not an endorsement or anything no. against Donald Trump. This is purely looking at the tactics that he uses to get ahead. Yeah. And so number one is, is a classic for marketers. It's know your audience. Now, with Donald Trump's latest uh, election slogan, which is make America great again, he's absolutely zoning in on his target audience. It might seem very obvious, but they're Americans. Of course, they're Americans and they're very conservative Americans. And he very wisely speaks to their exact fears, which he knows really well. He knows really well and he knows his target audience well, which leads us to point number two. And, and that is, and, and that is um, consumers and customers will respond to a greater extent to pain or to fear than they will to a positive message. And it's a slightly controversial one, but the political tactician who broke down this uh, these, this series of insights reckons that Donald Trump speaks to people's fears as opposed to people's hopes. He most certainly does. And I will read you some of these quotes from three politicians, well, Trump included, Bernie Saunders and Hillary, just to show you the different styles of how they speak to their audience. Bernie Saunders, we can make public colleges and university tuition free. Hillary, the Cuban people deserve to have human rights respected and upheld. Trump, when Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. They're bringing drugs, crime, they're rapists. And again, we hasten to add, we're not endorsing this message no. or going against this message, but the tactics clearly are very different between Donald Trump and of some course, of his opponents. Yeah, bad news travels quickly and the fear response is by far the strongest responsible yeah. In 1997, there was a psychologist by the name of Jennifer Acker who did some research on personal brands. And she said that personal brands have to fit within one of five different categories. Okay, That's really hard it's, to it's box hard. personal brands into only five categories. Her, her theory was that if you were going to be a personal brand, you had to stick so tightly on message you had to fit yourself within one of these categories if you want to be successful. Yeah, I think that's good to stick tight to the message because then people really understand who you are and what you represent. But again, it's really, really tricky. 
It's not easy, but do you want to hear what the five categories go on, are? Go on. Let's look at some celebrity examples of, of each category. So first we've got sincerity. Sincerity. And this is a good example of what where Morgan Freeman fits in as a personal brand. Do you think he's a sincere person? I mean, I, I, I don't really know him well enough to... I think the, the reason why he's used as an example uh, by, you know, by this author... I think probably is more because of the characters that he portrays in his movies, I guess. Oh, perhaps. He, he's an actor. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, on sincerity, I would probably think Pope. Well, yeah. You know? Yes. I don't think anyone could argue with that. Well, they, yeah. Pope. Yeah. Sincerity, Pope. So it, excitement, ex- the, an excitable uh, personal brand. So this might be Lady Gaga. And I guess lots of pop stars. Jim Carrey. Yeah. For sure. You see, but it's even, it's not that easy for us to even decide on this. I think, the, I think, I think they've got some work to do on their brands, those ones. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so number three is competence. So a personal brand of competence. And this would be Steve Jobs and Elon Musk. Elon Musk. 100%. I'm yeah. with you. I agree. Yeah. I think if you're a CEO of any large company, you kind of need to try to fit in that brand. Yeah. Otherwise, you might yeah, not be perceived correctly, which is what branding is all about. So number four is sophistication. And this, this an example of this would be Daniel Craig, so the Bond 007 actor. Again. I thought you liked him. Mm, no? Really sophisticated. Maybe it's more of an Elliot King thing, possibly. I don't think, I don't know. No, yeah, I wouldn't agree with that one, but okay. So sincerity is number four. And then the fifth one is ruggedness. And I think most people would agree this is where Donald Trump wants to position himself. And, and, you know, I personally, I think he does quite a good job. So if you are going to be rugged, you have to be controversial. You have to be able to say things that are going to annoy other people. And the reason why you might do this, or one of the reasons, would be to, uh, you know, to mobilize and excite, I guess, your fan base and your supporters. You know, let's be honest, Trump supporters get really excited and happy when he abuses someone. (laughs) (laughs) He certainly is rugged. There is no doubt. He's like a, 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 a really messy, muddy Land Rover or Range Rover going through like really hard terrain and getting battered and then coming out the other side. He is 100% rugged. Running people perfect, over as he goes. Perfect brand placement. Class. He's extremely clear about who he is. He is not apologetic about it. Trump is rugged and that's that. And he will also fiercely defend that image. And if anyone comes against him, as we all know, he bounces back and, you know, defends and protects and nurtures that image and makes it even more of whatever it is that it is. So it's, it's a really focused uh, action against protecting his brand image. It's very, very interesting the way he goes about it. When Donald Trump says something like, I'd like to punch him in the face, you know, he, he might not just be doing it because he wants to annoy people. He might be doing it because he wants to mobilize his base. Yeah, they love it when he says that. They love it. They're like, yeah, Trump, Trump, Trump. Mm. It works. You know, love it or hate it, it, it works. It does the job. It got him elected. So you cannot 
argue with that. He speaks to his base and he is who he says he is. That, yeah. that is for sure. Yeah. So from a branding perspective, I think we're both on the same page here. Um, we might not be political fans, but from a branding perspective, he's, he's doing a good job. And, you know, he knows what he's doing. That's it. We can, we can learn a lesson or two from Donald Trump. He would have thought it. Right. So to contrast Donald Trump, well, let's talk actually, about... you say who would have thought it, but I, he has been educated at the best business schools in the world. And he's learned business from about that high because business is in the family. So all they talked about at the dinner table and all they've ever, you know, business is basically their pleasure and what they do in their leisure. So imagine the education, the business education in marketing, branding, finance, everything that he has had from a really, really young age. Well, I can remember it was 15 years ago when you and I first met and, you know, pre-children or anything like that. We used to lie in bed on Saturday evenings watching The American Apprentice and watching Donald, <laughs> Donald Trump hire and fire candidates. It was, yes. you know, it was brutal. It was brutal. It was he's certainly more entertaining. He's more brutal than, than sugar. He's always way more br- yeah. brutal than sugar, for sure. And probably Lord Sugar's sitting there a little bit jealous that, oh, why am I not Ooh, Prime Minister? that's controversial in itself. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Well, yeah, so, you know, we were watching then, you know, um, certainly very entertaining. Did I ever think he would be, you know, pre- President of the United States? You know, absolutely not. But he's there, you know, from a branding perspective, Never underestimate what a big personality can do. And to be fair to him, he did have the business acumen right there with him, a lot of experience. And, you know, he had that that portal. He had an audience. So he was already famous, making it a lot yeah. easier. Stepping so stones. there was always the chance. Yeah, 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 absolutely right. Yeah. So let's contrast then Donald Trump with, with a different type of brand the Harry and Meghan. Brand. Yes, already apparently estimated at a cool $30 million and potentially set to grow. Do you agree with that? Well, from a, from a valuation perspective, you know, brands get valued on, on their you know, ability to generate earnings into the future. I think from a cash flow perspective, they certainly need to bring the cash in because they have been officially cut off, obviously, from the income that comes by the royal family. Apparently, Prince Charles, Harry's father, Taps was of clothes. lending him money, but he's stopped doing that now. But the message is coming out of the Harry and Meghan camp is that they're very, very happy earning their own way and, and moving yeah, forward together. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that Meghan will be taking the lead on this. I don't know how much business experience Harry has. Megan, at least, has been in this acting field. She's learned a thing or two about marketing herself. She's had her TIG website. You know, she knows a thing or two about how to get her name out there. And, you know, Harry is not going to have the work done for him anymore. Yeah. You know, he's going to have to put something in. Just in this last week, so Megan and Harry have signed up, officially signed up uh, with Netflix for um, a three-year deal, we believe. Uh, the papers are are reporting that it's worth between £1 million and £2 million a year with, with um, bonuses on top of that, depending on what they do. Equally importantly, they're looking to redefine their brand. Yes, they are. And they definitely need to work on their brands. Because at the moment, I well, definitely in the UK, 
they're not doing very well. They're not very popular. They're seen as hypocrites, especially as far as all this traveling in private jets and then preaching about, you know, do this, do that. You know, it's just a bit. They've, they've got so much work to do. And the TIG website you mentioned there actually was, was a relatively successful e-commerce site that she had. Depends how you define relatively successful. Well, it was up and running, but well, she had to shut it down when she joined the wrong yes. family, which must have been a bit annoying. I mean... If you had, if when you married into my family, I demanded that you stop all external activities, you probably wouldn't have been too happy, oh, would so you? So annoying, but then you know, she became part of the royal family. So, oh, Tig, royal family, France. Tig, royal family. I'll take royal family. Thank you. Use it while I want it, and then move on to Ooh. Netflix. <laughs> Controversial. Controversial. Yeah. So when they were married into the royal family, they had the brand Sussex Royal. Since then. They've had to they've had to relinquish uh, access to that brand to that trademark, and so they've created their own trademark. Yes, Archwell. Not sure how I feel about that. If you have to describe it, what it is, and what what is it? Apparently, it's strength and oh, a source of action and strength. That's okay. But Sussex Royal, everyone knows what Sussex Royal is. You don't need to explain it. So it's a as far as brand, we're not being overly critical about Meghan or Harry. This is purely branding. I think they've got some work to do to position their brand to be consistent with with their objectives and their messages. And the most important thing is, I think, for any brand out there, personal or company, you've got that brand has to come out of a a source of truth. So it means your messages have to be consistent with your actions. Yes, and at the moment, there's just too much, you know, they're almost like sitting in a little bit of a hypocrisy bubble, especially as far as any preaching to do with the environment. You cannot go and fly in these private jets and then preach about, oh, you need to be kinder to animals and do this and that. You've got to practice what you preach. And theirs is a role, well, they would like to undertake the role of still continuing to preach about, oh, do this and do that and don't do this. So they need to be very, very careful now about how they navigate this whole field. Practice what you preach. A key yes. lesson for, for any brand, you must practice what you preach. Yes, and, and you know, we, we wish them well and it's not easy to, you know, find themselves in the position they're in and then trying to grow these this business and then paying their huge mortgage that they've got and, and dad has closed the tap off. It's not easy and they've got a young child. But, you know, it's now you're in the real world. This is business. And uh, go ahead. Good luck with your business. But do try and remain authentic as much as you can because the world is watching you in, in a very big way. And you have more of a telescope on you compared to other businesses. So yeah. ne- never, never easy. Never easy for any no. brand working under the spotlight. But we do wish them well. And, you know, let's see what the future holds for Harry and Meghan and Archwell. In conclusion, what do we think about Donald Trump and Harry and Meghan? Who's got the stronger personal brand? Who's moving in the right direction? Who's, who's doing best? Who's doing best? Of course, Trump. 100%. It's no, it's no competition. I think I have to, have to say I'm certainly not a Trump supporter politically, but from a brand positioning perspective, he's got it absolutely right. He knows the direction in which he's going and he's always on message. And no one can argue with that. Okay, thank you very much for watching. Please remember to share and let us know what you think in the comments below. Yes, let us know your thoughts. It's always really insightful to hear what other people have to say. So We do. We love to hear it. And until next week, have a great week. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to the Watch Time podcast brought to you by digital agency Mint Twist. 